Good morning, everyone. It's great to see all of you this morning. Sam, we have an awesome, great-looking group of people here, don't we? And I bet the people watching online are a great group of people, too. So if you're one of those people watching online, write something in the comments. And for all of you that are here, we are so glad to see you. Um, if you did not receive communion elements at the door, um, you can get those during the service, or we can bring them to you, because uh, today is Communion Sunday. For those joining us at home, uh, you may want to grab something at home so that you can partake in communion with us. Uh, our Mother's Day Rose Sale, today is the last day for that. Um, it's the ELC, the Early Learning Center, Sue Rabin Johnson Memorial Scholarship. Um, it's $20 for a rose, and it goes on the altar in honor of a loved one. An exciting announcement is Vacation Bible School is coming up. Catherine over there, I don't know if you know this, she is so excited about Vacation Bible School. She runs into the church all the time talking about it. It's June 7th through the 10th, um, so sign your kids up. Hey, and adults, you can sign up to work too. And here's some really great news. If you are not volunteering and you're not one of the kids but you still want a shirt, let Catherine know today because she will get you a shirt. They're $10, so you can have a Vacation Bible School shirt. Um, the same days as Vacation Bible School, we're having junior high camp out at Camp Sumatanga. I'll be working out there. So if you have a junior high kid that wants to go to summer camp, let me know, and we'll get them signed up. Uh, May 8th, that's this Saturday, um, Several of our church members, some of the youth um, and some of our church members are handing out water at a uh, 5K in the morning on Saturday at Nakalula Falls. It's in honor of Max Cochran and uh, several connections to our church um, with that family. Um, and it's a charity for mental health and it's going to be a great fun day. And you could walk or run, so you might want to sign up for that. Uh, you can ask me about that for details. Then May 12th, the church picnic at Nakalula Falls at 5 p.m. And it's going to be the best food in all of Alabama, JT. Can you believe that? So uh, it's going to be a great church picnic. You want to be a part of it. And I don't know. I thought when I came in this morning, I thought there was a leak in the roof. Several leaks in the roof. And then uh, it's crazy. I think Pastor Sam must have been up here doing some construction work at the pulpit, maybe. No, you know what these are? Uh, the United Methodist Committee on Relief, whenever there is a tornado or disaster, they are there to help people, not just in Alabama, but around the world. Well, the warehouse here uh, is short on buckets because uh, recently when the tornadoes happened in Ohatchee, all of the buckets in our area were sent to Ohatchee. So we are refilling tornado buckets, and you get to be a part of that. We will have, um, throughout the month of May, we will be collecting these. Um, the mission team has the buckets available, and you can get a bucket from someone at one of the exit doors today. Uh, take the bucket home, and it has a list of the items that you put in there. Things like hammers and gloves and bug spray. So you can be a part of giving relief to people in our community when disaster strikes. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Loving God, we are so thankful that we are here to worship together today. We have so much uh, that we can be thankful and celebrate for. Um, right now, we pray that you will calm our hearts and our minds. Help us focus on you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
sing hymn number 163, <laughs> Ask You What Great Things I Know. Please remain standing and join us for the affirmation of faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Be seated, except for our children. I think Miss Catherine is going to take our children to Children's Church, and there they go. One of these days, I'm going to follow them in there because I know they get snacks, Pastor Andy. They get snacks in there, and 
Well, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you're joining us from home. If you're worshiping with us uh, online, I want to ask you to do something for me. If you will, if you will like this, and I know that's kind of presuming that you're going to like my sermon later, but if you will like this, if you will share it with all of your 742 friends on Facebook, then they can worship with us. It's a great way to invite somebody to come to church without having to be obnoxious about it. Just share it on your page, right? So I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're celebrating communion with us today. So if, you're, if you didn't get one of these little, here, hand me that, Andy. If you didn't get one of these at the door, then sometime between now and the end of the service, make sure that you get one. The ushers will help you or you can get one. Uh, if you're at, at home worshiping with us, go and get whatever you have uh, in, the, in the kitchen and be ready to, to share that communion with us. I've got a special announcement today. Today is the 35th anniversary of Benny McNair's being the organist here at First Memphis Church. Can we give him a hand? Now, I know Benny doesn't look like he's 35 years old, but he's, I think he started playing when he was a little kid and they, he would sit on phone books to, to get up high enough to reach the, I don't, con, thank, congratulations, Benny, it's been our blessing. And uh, uh, that uh, prelude just reminded me how blessed we are. Wasn't that awesome? I wanna remind you to keep on giving. One of the ways that we are connected is through our gifts and we, we need your help to keep on these going with these ministries that we have around here. You can give online, you can drop your offering in the plate, your tithes, your offerings, your hallelujah offering, any way that you can help us. If you need to know how you can volunteer, I bet if you, get, if you grabbed uh, Catherine today and said, you know, I'd really like to volunteer for VBS, I bet she'd be excited about that, yeah. Um, but we can, we can use your help in, in a lot of different ways. So. Take what God has given you and use it. Let's pray. God, we do thank you for all the ways that you've blessed us. It, uh, it is a blessing to get to be a part of this body of Christ. It's a blessing to get to share what you have given to us. And so, Lord, we ask that you would take our talents, our gifts, the gifts that we give through our tithes and offerings, our time, our caring, all of that, I, I ask that you would take that and bless it and help it build up your kingdom and may it be used for your glory and may it help somebody in your name. Teach us to pray the prayer that you taught your disciples, Lord, when you said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
The scripture today comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. If you want to turn with me, if you're watching from home, you want to grab a Bible and turn. If not, the words are going to be up on the screen and you can follow along on the screen or you can just listen. We're talking about Paul's scripture about the body of Christ and about reconnecting through our gifts. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 17. And uh, if, if you notice that Pastor Andy's dozing off during the sermon, I do have a hammer here <laughs> handy. I can just bang the pulpit real loud. All right. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 27. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit we are all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we are all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, would say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the ear should, would say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God has arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with greater honor. And our less respectable members are treated with greater respect, whereas the more respectable members do not need this. But God has arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior members so that there may be no dissension within the body. But the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Have you ever wished that you were some thing or someone that you weren't? Maybe you played pretend. As a kid, I had to use my imagination a lot because I was way out in the country and we didn't have a lot of neighbor kids. And I would just kind of play pretend. And I kind of, well, to be honest with you, when I was out in the backyard playing basketball, I pretended I was Larry Bird. I was Larry Bird, okay? And I, I, I would make the winning shot at the buzzer every single time. And even if I missed, I would make it till I made it again, right? But, but in my mind, I was pretending that I was Larry Bird. And I loved to play baseball, but there weren't enough kids in the neighborhood to play a baseball game out in the, out in the yard. And so what I would do is I, would, I had a rubber baseball that would bounce back to me because there's no one there to catch it and throw it back to me. And so I, I made a strike zone 
out of tape on the door of the utility room uh, and I was Nolan Ryan if you can believe that and I struck out every single batter with with my blazing fastball and uh, um, you know yeah I was a legend in my own mind um, and when I learned how to play the guitar I was Stevie Ray Vaughan you know, I, I was I was tearing that guitar up. Of course, when you listen to me play, your listeners coming out of my speaker, it didn't sound anything like Stevie Ray Vaughan. But in my mind, I was Stevie Ray Vaughan. And when I found out I liked to sing, I was Steve Perry. You know, the lead singer of Journey. You know, I I, w I wanted to be him or any of the great high tenors in those 70s rock bands you know they don't let plain old basses like me it's it's a crying shame isn't it that they don't let basses be lead singers of rock and roll bands I don't know why that is but you have to be one of those high tenors Ezra could be a singer in a rock and roll band if he wanted to be but I couldn't I was just a bass um, you know I even tried to throw left-handed. I mean, I'm right-handed. I tried to throw left-handed. I tried to write left-handed, you know. It, maybe if you were left-handed, you try to write right-handed or, you know, it took me a long time to really get to be comfortable just being who I am. Just comfortable in my own skin, you know. So have you ever tried to be somebody that you were not? Or something that you were not. Have you, well, let me flip this a little bit. Have you ever tried to not be someone that you are? Or have you ever wished that you were something that you were not? I remember when one of the jobs I worked when I was in college was at a steakhouse. And you say, ooh, a steakhouse. But no, I, I didn't get to be the maitre d' or anything like that. Uh, I didn't even get to cook the steaks, much less eat them. I was... A busboy. I got to bust the tables and wash the dishes. I was so low on the totem pole at this restaurant that the owner of the restaurant didn't even know my name. She called me dishwasher and she would stick her head through the back door and say, hey dishwasher, you need to come out here and mop up this spill and I was be like, oh, I wish that I was not dishwasher. I wanted to be something besides dishwasher. These days it's hey preacher. You ever get the hey preacher, uh, Pastor Ken? Uh, and some days, I'm going to tell you the truth, it would be easier to be hey dishwasher than it would to be hey preacher. I'm just saying. Um, but you know, I really am happy to be who I am. It took me a while to get there. I'm, I'm happy to, you know, I could, I could play pretty good game of horse. And I could improve if I practiced my basketball, but there was only one Larry Bird. You know, and, and I was pretty good in Little League. In Little League, they let everybody pitch at least one time to see if there's some golden arm out there. I mean, I could pitch pretty I would never be Nolan Ryan, y'all. And, and Stevie Ray Vaughan, there was only one. I might get to jam with him someday in heaven. Wouldn't that be cool? But otherwise, I'll just have to be me. And, you know, I'm... I'm really okay being a bass now. I've, I've gotten over my hurt feelings about not being a tenor. And what helped me is I got to sing in a choir. And I found out something. I found out that when...
the basses do their job and the altos and the sopranos and the tenors and they all sing together, then what happens is something more. We become something more than just our individual parts. We become a unit. There's something magical. There's something beautiful about that. When everybody does what they're meant to do and it's all connected and it's all working together, it really is beautiful. I really think that's what the Apostle Paul was getting at when he said the church is like a body, you know. He said Christ is the head of the body. All of us are members of the body. All of us, all of us, you worshiping with us at home, you're a member, you're a part. We all have something to do. We all have a part to play. In verse 18, Paul says, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. Okay? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? Now, look, every time I hear if the whole body were an eye, I picture a giant eyeball, like a science fiction attack from Mars or something like that. Isn't that funny to think about if the whole body were the eye, where would the hearing be? The eyes are, look, the eyes are important, right? The eyes, the eyes are important, but so are the eyebrows. Your eyebrows, you ever think about how could you show how surprised you were if you didn't have eyebrows, you know? Or how angry eyebrows, or, you know, I always wish that I could raise one eyebrow. To, can any of y'all raise one eyebrow to show your skeptic, skeptical, like, what are you talking about? But eyebrows, they don't get much respect, but they kind of keep the sweat and the rain and the dirt out of your eyes. And what if my eyebrows said, because I'm not an eye, I'm no good. I'm no good. Might as well wax me all the way off of there. But my eyebrows wouldn't say that. What if my, look, what if my uvula said, because I'm not a tongue, I'm not important. Your tongue's very important. But you know the little dangly thing in the back of your throat, the uvula? I always wanted to say uvula in a sermon, so here it goes. Uvula. You know, as Barney Fife says, you got a uvula, I've got a uvula, all God's children got a uvula. It's a little dangly thing in the back of your throat. Did you know that that thing produces saliva in large quantities so when you swallow, it helps you swallow? I read somewhere that... The average adult uvula gives off enough saliva to fill up two swimming pools over a course of a life. Isn't that gross and wonderful at the same time? We all have a role to play. We all have a job to do. Not everybody can sing. Not everybody can sing tenor. Not everybody can dunk a basketball. Not everybody can play quarterback. Sometimes you gotta have the big old slow lineman to keep the quarterback safe until the quarterback can throw the ball. It becomes a real, you say, well, that's so simple. That's so common sense, Pastor Sam. I know it is. But you know, it can get to be a really big problem sometimes. It can be a problem, for instance, on, on a sports team if you ever seen it, seen any kind of just your whatever your favorite sports team is, if you ever seen a, a sports team to where you had one or two that thought they were superstars and didn't want to work together with with the other rest of the team as a unit, it's a real problem. I'll give you another example. It's a real problem in our in our human bodies 
when one part of our body doesn't work anymore. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's a problem. And it's a problem in the church. It can be. When the church has dissension, when the church has some that just don't want to do anything and then some that are expected to do everything and some that want to be superstars. Here's what I think. I believe that all of us, every single one of us, were created by God on purpose, with a purpose. And you... I know you might have had those days where you thought, well, I don't know, God was having a bad day when God made me. No, we're made on purpose with a purpose, every single one of us. Psalm 139, 14 is one of my favorite verses that talks about this. He says, I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm fe- I am, you are fearfully, wonderfully made. My, one of my favorite verses on this is Ephesians 2 and 10. Pastor Andy, the New Living Translation, says it this way. For we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You're God's masterpiece. Has anybody told you that lately? You're God's masterpiece. And so am I. I have three general rules about this whole body of Christ and giftedness that I want to give you today. One general rule is this. Don't put yourself down. Don't put yourself down. Paul writes it this way. He says, if the foot would say, because I'm not the hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body I know I've had people say, well, you know, I can't do this or I can't do that or I can only do this or I can only do that. And I know sometimes we struggle with our self-image. And maybe we have a a sibling that's like a, a, a really good musician or a sibling that's a really good athlete or that's really makes really good grades. And we just don't think, well, well you know, I, I don't have anything to offer. And you might wish that you had different gifts. You might wish that you were more like somebody else. And in the church, especially, you might think, well, I wish I had one of those spiritual sounding gifts, you know, like prophecy or healing or miracles. But you know, God wants to use each and every one of us with whatever it is that God has given us. There's two rules. There's only two rules about this. Our gifts are to be used for the glory of God and to help others. That's why we get gifts. And maybe you can cook. Use your gift of cooking for the glory of God and to help others. Maybe maybe you can teach. Can you teach? Use your your teaching skills. Can you negotiate? Can you organize? Can you paint? Can you fix things? Can you build things? Can you, are you good at science? Are you good with numbers? Can you serve people? Are you a good helper? Are you good at listening? Maybe you have the gift of gab and you're just good at talking to people. Maybe you have the gift of hospitality. And maybe you're really good at fighting for the underdog. What a great gift that is. Maybe you can make people laugh. We need more people like that, don't we? God gives us all gifts.
to build up the kingdom and to help other people. And it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. You're God's masterpiece. I'm God's masterpiece. It's beautiful. All shapes and sizes, all different abilities and gifts, all the beautiful colors of the spectrum. So don't put yourself down. And the second rule is this. Don't try to exalt yourself by putting others down. Paul wrote it this way. He said, the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor the head to the feet. I have no need of you. You know, that was a really big problem in the church that Paul was writing to, the church at Corinth, because they had a bunch of affluent members in the church that were, they were actually abusing the Lord's Supper. They were, they were not letting the poor members, the marginalized members, have access to the Lord's table. And they also had a problem in the Corinthians church when they were filled with pride over their spiritual gifts. And they looked down on other people that didn't have the more desirable gifts. And Paul reminded them in 1 Corinthians 13. You know 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, the one that gets read at every wedding just about. He says, if I speak in tongues of mortals and angels but do not have love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. I don't care what kind of spiritual superstar we think we are. If we can't love our neighbor, if we try to build ourselves up by putting somebody else down, then we're worthless. We're worthless to the body. It hurts the body. It doesn't lift the body up. It hurts the body. Which brings me to my last general rule. We are one body. You know, whether we're out in front like a speaker in front of people or we're behind the scenes or even if we're at home and we can't get out but we're praying and we're making phone calls and sending cards, we're all one body and we're connected. Thank God for the connection. And we have to work together. We have to work together in order to make it work. Paul says, let there be no dissension in the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. We're, we're connected. One of my favorite things about being a United Methodist is the connection, right? If one member suffers, we all suffer. If, if the church in Ohatchee gets destroyed by the tornado, then we don't say, up. Oh, that's over there. We're here. We, we say that's, they're suffering, so we're suffering too, and we're, we're helping. We're doing whatever. We're connected as a body. We care for one another. If one suffers, we all suffer. I'll give you an example of that. Raise your hand if you've ever had a toothache. You ever had a toothache? Okay. At home, you can participate in this too. Raise your hand. I can see you. I'm just kidding. Raise your hand if you've ever had a toothache. Okay, so if you have a toothache, you don't say, the rest of your body doesn't say, you know, that's just one tooth. I got 31 more up there. No big deal. It's just one little tooth. Uh-uh. Now, you know, if you say that long enough, the rest of your body is going to become involved because you're going to be curled up in the fetal position on the floor crying it, because 
Hopefully, if you have a toothache, the rest of your body is going to rally around and get you somewhere that you can get some help for your toothache. Because if one member suffers, we all suffer. If one rejoices, we all rejoice. I love, one of the things that I love, there are some things that I don't love, but one of the things that I love about social media is I get to rejoice with other people's rejoices for graduations, for beach trips, for new grandbabies being born, for all of those things we celebrate. We get to all celebrate. We mourn together, don't we? We mourn together. Why? Because everybody matters. Nobody's dispensable. Nobody's a throwaway. If nobody's told you that lately, I'm sorry. I want to stop right now and tell you that you matter, that you're important, that if, if somebody has made you feel like you don't belong, I'm sorry. But I want to tell you right now, you do. You do belong. Jesus, we're, we're about to have communion together, and there's more to, there's, there's a connectedness to the communion because Jesus shed his blood for everybody. Jesus' body was broken for all of us. And when we're all connected, and when we're all working together, it's just beautiful. It becomes something more than the sum of the individual parts. It's beautiful. How beautiful is the body of Christ. Let us pray. Lord, we're so thankful. We're so thankful that you have given us the gifts that you've given us. And you've given us the opportunity to, to use them to build up your kingdom and for your glory. Now help us, Lord, to do that, which you have gifted us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to invite you now to, um, to share with me our communion liturgy. The words are going to be up on the screen for you. invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. We have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. I want to ask you now if you will join me in the great thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. 
Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and with all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. I want to, before we receive the elements, I want to remind you of a couple of things. One is uh, everyone is invited to the Lord's table. In the United Methodist tradition, all are welcome at the Lord's table because it's the Lord's table. All you have to do is be, be hungry for God's love and grace and um, and you're welcome at the Lord's table. So another thing that I want to remind you of is it's our custom at on communion Sundays to leave uh, an offering on the altar rail. Normally we would, we would come uh, and, and kneel at the altar and receive the elements that way. It's our custom to leave an offering on the altar rail. These, um, these communion offerings are used to, to help people who come to our church asking for help. We have people all the time coming that need help. And, and 100% of what you give for communion offers, that's where that goes. If you uh, are led and you can do so, um, you can just drop that off on the altar rail before you leave. Uh, there's, um, there should be a, a trash receptacle some, somewhere that you can drop off your, your empty cup before you leave. Um, and, um, oh, another thing is about this.
um, just like in kindergarten, help your neighbor if they're having to, because there's a little trick to peeling off the top for the, for the wafer and the first layer for the wafer and the bottom uh, layer for the, for the cup. So help, help your neighbor if they're having trouble with that. The body of Christ broken for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. Now I want to ask you to stand, if you will, for our closing hymn. Stand as you're able to sing number 614, uh, For the Bread Which You Have Broken. For the bread which you have broken. this holy mystery in which you have given yourself for us now we pray that you would help us to go forth in the power of your holy spirit to give ourselves for others amen